0: To have those conversations with people that are of that belief, because there's something so much deeper than than that. Yeah. And and what I like to share with people, you know, coming from my dad worked in the GM factories. You know, yeah. my grandparents worked in the factories. Their grandparents fled from Western Russia slash Germany. You know, and so we're all immigrants at some point in our lineage, and we had to work. My dad's the only one to graduate college, so he had to work to get himself out of that. Yeah. Um, And a lot of the reason why people support conservatives, especially Donald Trump, why they're voting for him is not what he's saying on these racial issues. Like I condemn that, so many people condemn his his stupidity. Um, But what they resonate with is the idea of bringing more wealth and more attention and more focus on America. It's like really, if you think about it holistically, right, when we're talking about healing, you first have to heal yourself before you can heal others. And so I think what Trump was resonating, why people were resonating with his message of make America great again, is because all of our parents and grandparents worked in factories. They worked in jobs. At some point, those jobs went over to China, right? They went overseas. Overseas, yeah. And there was presidents that allowed that, and there was a lot of politics involved. And so Trump came into office and said, yo, we're going to make America great again. We're going to restructure this and do this and he did he yeah. did restructure the china trade deal nobody gives him credit for that but like so many presidents have like talked about doing it and he just came in and did it and i do strongly believe that there is a lot of manufacturing coming back and there is pre-covid if if it was not for covid donald trump would for sure be a president because of the economic success because when you're talking about economics when you're talking about the economy you're not just talking about money you're talking about people's well-being you're talking about mental health it's all connected because if you look at it during covid everybody wants to talk about covid cases are up so we should shut everything down well nobody in the media is talking about well how many mental health cases are on the rise yeah how how many kids don't have access to school or to their friends or to anything how many suicides are up how much depression is up so they're not looking at it from a holistic full you know understanding of what it actually is yeah people are in fear right now so I would love to hear your perspective on totally. that because I, I think I struggle with that coming from communities Definitely. where there's so many conservatives and they're so nice and they're so awesome, so inclusive, all about equal, you know, equality, equal rights, and especially my last point, it's like I had family members fight in the Civil War, fight in the Revolutionary War, fight in World War Two, like all these wars, and so it's like been passed down to where there's just like a mutual respect, yeah, you know, and and so I think when one side is feeling like you're a racist for doing this. It agitates them because they're like, "Of course we're not." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's just not true, you know. And and I think that hurts people when they they get accused of doing that when they're actually supporting like an ideal system, not that candidate necessarily. Yeah, I think that that is something that
1: comes a lot to, to definitions. I, I feel like that's a big factor, mm-hmm. and also how we apply impact, which is which is. Uh, some elements subjective and some elements objective so like if I go to definitions and I think of racists I think that uh, a big issue that we have in America especially particularly just because of our relation with race and the slavery is the we villainized the term racist like And we made it racism is only something you can do on purpose and so like even if you look at like whenever we have trouble with I don't know if you saw the movie Green Book that came out mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was a big controversy. It was uh, Viggo Mortensen, I think, was playing um, this this driver for like this famous pianist, um, who was the first like black pianist oh, yeah. like travel the all these. I days. didn't see it, but I, I yeah. Uh, and the, the controversy was around. Um, I mean, several elements. Uh, like I guess his family wasn't a big fan of it, and then they also made like the focus of the character what was on the driver um, and. And there's a lot of different things they did, but one big difference is that they they told a very common narrative in America that's like the guy who drove him around and becomes his friend um, is like the not racist person. And the guys that tried to beat him up because he was black, the pianists, those are the racist people. And that is very common what we do. We're like, rather than be like, oh no, no, both of those people are racist. Like, like and. That doesn't mean that he's a bad person. And that doesn't mean anybody's a bad person as far as like if we do something, ra- and there's a, I, I love uh, the how to be anti-racist, Dr. Even Kendi, if, if you've read that, he talks a lot about like, it's not something that you are, it's something that you do. And we're doing racist things or anti-racist things like every, with everything that we do, essentially. Um, and in, in terms of the description is, where, we're getting, where I see us getting stuck a lot is like if somebody steps, if I step on your foot and I say like, I didn't mean to step on your foot though, so don't worry about it. <laughs> like that's not going to lead to a productive conversation. Neither though is if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry I stepped on your foot. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Why'd you step on my foot? You're a bad person. That's not going to help either. Yeah. So like I think that the definitions around it not being something that's intentional could go a long way mm-hmm. because if. When we, it, when we step on somebody's foot, we spend – it's like I, I don't think it's helpful if we spend more time saying like, hey, I really didn't mean to step on your foot. You have to know that rather than just talking about the
0: impact mm-hmm. of like, oh, it hurt you. I'm I think, sorry it hurt you. I, I think a lot of people um, – I love how you're saying it, how they vilify it. I think something that I recognize is with all these books and with all these documentaries coming out, it like creates this like – Wokeness that if somebody didn't watch those movies or didn't watch those books, then they don't know. And like, yeah. It's almost like huge. a very culty vibe sometimes where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, just because I didn't watch that, read that book or listen to it, it's like, doesn't mean I had the life experience that maybe Definitely. I've already come to a similar understanding. And so, yeah, I, I, I see that where it's like, I wonder how much we've shifted to like people are actually racist hunting versus like. I think so, but I think it's also one of those things, like, I heard a woman that said,
1: or no, there was a, a when all the Me Too stuff was coming out, um, I'm sorry, I knew you were, what was the second part? I didn't mean to. No, out. no, you're oh, good. Uh, once some, when a lot of the Me Too movement was, was bubbling up, I remember somebody was like, oh, so what, now, like, every woman's been sexually assaulted? And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's kind of the problem, is that, like, it's so, uh, I forget the, like omnipresent, it's so everywhere. Like, and that doesn't mean everyone. And that doesn't mean that everything is, but it's just like so many things that we don't pay attention to have an impact on like whether it's like patriarchy or racist uh, uh, hierarchies or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and granted, like that doesn't mean that we're helpless and that we can't control anything and that there hasn't been any fixes or progress Like you talked about earlier, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, I think right now. There's a weird conversation of rooting it out, of saying, like, and, but the way that we're doing it, and the way that we're doing it, though, in so many ways, I think it's a pendulum, though. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's, that's what we're seeing, and it's not helpful. It's not helpful. If somebody wants to come to the table, and they're like, and you're like, and they're like, hey, I want to help, like, and you're just like, you know screw you, like, where have you been all this time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't want anything to do with you. Or somebody comes and they say something wrong or they mm-hmm. ask for a bad question or whatever, and, and you're just like, and you react to them, you know, with going back to shaming somebody or going back to searching and trying to find it. And it's just like, that is not helpful. Uh, I understand where it comes from. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's helpful for everyone that wants to, whether it be anti-racist or or, or, or uh for gender equality or anything like that, like, it's helpful to understand, like, shoot, there's going to be some, some built up, uh, feelings here. And I want to recognize those and, and impact those differently or, or, or give some room for that and some empathy and hope that they can do the same because I haven't experienced that. And that's something that I'm doing typically for, for women. like I've encountered like women, like that are, on that more extreme side of the feminist movement, that are like, that like won't shake my hand because they're like, I don't interact with men, and I'm right. like, it's crazy. It's not helpful, but I'm like, oh, I get how it happens. If you really look at what's happened to how we've treated like women or how we've treated um, certain minorities in the country, it's like, all right, I get where that anger comes from. It's not helpful, and it's and it's not everywhere. It's not, and everyone doesn't feel that, and everyone doesn't do right. that, act that way. Right. Most people don't, but it's just like. So I want to have room and have empathy for them and just be like, shoot, like my time would be better spent talking to other people Mm -hmm. than it would be talking to her and trying to get her to like be nicer to me. I
0: always, I always think about that because, you know, when you, when you really think about it, like you said, it's like such a few percentage of people that are doing that. So many, like if you're in a, a theater filled with 100 or 100 people, 95 of them are mindful, super polite, but then you have five people that are super loud. Yeah. Everybody in that theater hears those people, right? So how can we remove ourselves from situations where you know people get super loud? It's like, well, let's just go to the other theater, or let's let's go. Let's go do something else because this isn't worth. And not assume disturbance of the force. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I feel is like. That's why we like to go out into nature and like just adventure and like just disconnect because it's like. I almost feel like sometimes it's like that savior complex Mm -hmm. can actually it's like hurt more people um and i try to be mindful of that like i want to integrate i want to still show up but i know i have to have a grounded you know more like holistic understanding of the world because if i think like human drama is the apex of consciousness then that you're in for a disappointment at the end of it because there's so much more out there it's like today yeah spacex just launched four astronauts into outer space <laughs> it's like you know are people waving the american flag like really you know excited about what's going on so some people are yeah know, a lot of people are yeah and so it's like how can we continue to focus on you know hear these conversations but then also recognize like especially with the political stuff it's like so there's so many like of these like small little pockets of angry people that like get the spotlight so you think it's way bigger than it is it's like it's like climate change right right everybody talks about how bad climate change is right now but nobody wants to talk about well the earth is greener than it was 20 years ago so that means that there is positive growth and think about all the organizations that are planting trees and like giving back to the environment and like taking care of ocean plastic and like we are going to be I, I fully have faith in humanity. Yeah. yeah I think there's definitely gonna be yeah. some shakeups and yep. there's there's just natural like points of, you know, impact that are ahead of us. But, you know, as long as we like stay level headed and like, you know, stick stick with each other, right? Like find the people that are like, you know, about the change and about the action and work together. Support each other.
1: I think the support for sure and working together and like in acknowledging, you know, what we're doing well, um, I feel like it's, that's why I always run into, that's why I, I run into that conflict of like even you know how much I can I can disconnect from things because I'm like oh like who am I gonna leave behind <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and and I just picked that not being my role but uh, but going back to the original like there's original question as far as like on Trump and on conservatives and on racism and everything I feel like so that's what I was saying is that there's two sides there's one to realizing like oh it's very likely that all of us are doing things that are racist and being able to accept that and not accept that as like a negative character. Thing. It's though. not a character. Thing. It's like, Oh shoot. Like the same thing as I said in your foot. Oh, now I know. Now I can avoid it. This is great. This is good. It's not a reflection on my character. It's a reflection on my character if I don't change it <laughs> or if I don't want to change it or if I want to justify it or anything like that. Um, and so I feel like, so now going back to somebody categorizing someone in that way, Uh, Around Donald Trump or supporting Donald Trump, and I feel like the divide that I saw, or the one conversation is, what is the actual, what is the impact, and this goes back to reality, I think, of rhetoric and policies, and I feel like because you can, like, we can look at certain policies and be like, hey, this was a helpful policy for America or helpful policy for the world in some way, and I think that it's is. A worthy conversation to have is that impact of that policy worth whatever the impact of this rhetoric coming from the White House, mm-hmm. coming from the most powerful person in the world, mm-hmm. saying something like kung Flu. Like it's like, is that does that matter more than like the China deal? And I'm like, I don't, I don't have the answer. Though. Right. And I don't but, think well, anybody does. He's,
0: a, he's an entertainer. It's like we've yeah. never had a president that has literally like kicked down the door and like piss so many people off yeah but like I think why a lot of people on the Trump side support him or like the ideology of like kind of what he's doing is because they've lost trust yeah for totally. so long absolutely and that's why he beat Hillary right yeah like Hillary it was, trust sure. it was like yo let's just see we what, don't want some yeah. yeah let's see what he stirs up yes. because at the end of the day even though things escalated so much this year because of everything we've grown so much as a nation. We have the most amount of people ever come out and vote. That's a huge win. That is. You know, it is no of matter what, it is a say, huge that's, I, I agree. Both sides can be like, I, I agree. Like, dope. Good yes, shit. I love that. Up. So I think that's, that's a great where statement. our democracy is, you know, even though there's things like still going on right now where we don't know what's, what's mm-hmm. happening, um, you know, I think our democracy is very well intact and like, you look at, trump losing and people aren't really hitting the streets and like super violent it's like like maybe some people thought it's like so we always kind of like stir ourselves up and then we realize wait we're all like kind of in this together and like i think that comes back to like our karmic past personally i i think like our karmic past in this country has been a rocky one no doubt to Mm -hmm. say the least but at the end of the day there's there's always been a strong support for e- like equality of human rights. Yeah. And there's been a fight for it for a long time, and it hasn't been all about skin color for that fight. There's yeah. people of, of every skin color of every race working together to make humanity equal, to unite humanity. Yeah, And uh, I think there's also forces that want to destroy that. I think there's also forces that don't want people to unite, that actually want people to separate. And I think some of those forces are controlled by the media, right? Some of those forces are controlled by, you know, if you think that the president of the United States is ultimately the one calling the shots, for the entire world, it's not the case. You know, there's like, it's a corporatocracy. There's so many. Corporations. Well, there's so many layers and there's so many, many layers for every for everything. I, for everything, I, I mean,
1: yeah. I don't think it takes away the power and impact of. That's why I was saying, like, I think, I think.
0: Yeah, I see. I want to go further.
1: I want to go further into what you're saying here on the on the power levels. Um, but just so I make sure I answer the question, as far as like, I think when somebody is saying like, "Hey," uh, the the conversation I heard was like, "Hey, it's not that you. It's if you're a Trump supporter it doesn't mean that you're racist, but it means that racism wasn't a deal breaker, and, or being racist wasn't a deal breaker." And I feel like when he when he says certain things, and somebody's like. Somebody is maybe making the decision that like the impact of that rhetoric is more important than the impact of whatever policy that might help mm-hmm. here, um, and, and then also you have the combination of like actual policies that were overwhelmingly, um, with the exception of like some stuff from the first step policy, like a lot of the economic development thing that he's doing for urban areas were not helpful, um, but the to the overwhelming black community, but like some things that he was doing with like the first step policy of getting people out of jail was helpful, um, it, so it's kind of like the, and it wasn't as helpful as, as, as the negative impacts of like the economic development plans, but uh, the suggesting that, or not having, not being able to acknowledge things or not being able to look at, Hey, like here is a, uh, you know, a NAFTA rearrangement or the, or like you said, doing something about our trade deal with China and finding out, like, you know, the impact varies. Did it stop, by the way? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the impact varies, um, yeah. but it's just like, yeah, that's what I figured, yeah. Um, I think that that's where the voting, that's where somebody's vote comes into, into saying like, hey, is it, is, is this person, um, is calling somebody racist when they vote for Trump, uh, is making that decision on like the policy versus the impact and the rhetoric and like what matters and just like oh like you're sub- and where is w- what should we do you know yeah, should right. we support well, that's it? that's the issue. Uh, some yes. of those, yeah. So I
0: think I mean that's when you also look at the the sometimes the blinders go up when it's like oh I hate Trump so much and like Biden just kind of like swoops in and mm-hmm. you're like wait a minute I don't trust him either mm-hmm. he's like. Touching little girls inappropriately—he's doing all sorts of different stuff that nobody's really focused on. It's like, uh, so I think a lot of people that voted for him, they might not be overlooking those things and skipping that. They're just like, I don't trust Biden. Yeah. Because that's what happened with Clinton. I was like, I didn't vote for either of them in the last election because I was like, it's like both these people are crazy. Like I can't support either one. Yeah. Like Clinton is sketch. The Clintons have always been sketched, So, and like a lot of people know that. So, I think, like you know, Biden's done some really stupid shit too. Like it's yeah. like you know the the bill, the bankruptcy bill that he passed to like for, uh, student loans are non bankruptible and like yeah. you know a lot of liberals like because I know I've been spent a lot of time around the education yep. conversation as you know, and it's like if liberals knew that they might be like wait. Ah. Biden, like, what's up, bro? Like, you are totally. you're, you're on our side, but you're the one that made student loans non-bankruptible. So it's like, I think people are seeing, hopefully, right? This is my hope. I do believe more people are seeing the trails of corruption that come from, like, uh, you know, career politicians or deep yeah. state, you know? It's like people are seeing, you know, there's something going on over here that, like, we don't fuck with. Yeah, And it's like destroying, it's like going after our freedoms. And so that's why you see a lot of like patriotism on the rise and like, you know, it's, you see that from conservatives because, you know, more government, here's the, the, the thing when it really boils down to it, if you can take away like one point from both sides that kind of like, in my eyes, distinguish which side is which Mm -hmm. is, I think Republicans want less government, less regulations, and they want to you know, incentivize people more, essentially. And Democrats want bigger government, more government taxes and spending, and they want the government to start to resolve more of those problems. Yeah. And so those two ideologies have, you know, like you said, the pendulum. It yeah. keeps swinging back and forth, and there's a lot of progress in that. And so I think a lot of people that voted for Trump are, are recognizing that he's not answering to those corporate elites as much. He still is, he's appeasing some of them, yeah. but I think a lot of people are also recognizing like, wait, he's stirring the pot. There's a lot of people that don't like him. Yeah. There's a lot of people, like 90% of the media is gonna show the worst of him every single time. Yeah. They're not ever gonna say anything good about him. And yeah. that's when I'm like, i'm just a supporter of free thought right it's like wait a minute no when somebody's only giving me the bad i gotta like question that i and i don't think a lot of people question the deeper narratives or like the holistic approach i think they take it at surface value they see an image of something and they're like i can get behind that versus like let me study like the deeper tentacles that might be infiltrating yeah you know and i think that's something. That, that's a whole other conversation that we totally could have. definitely we yeah that would be yeah. I think that's that like America talk. Like what is America, and like I think we could get all into that. I'd be
1: interested on your thoughts because of the, the line like you were saying the the division between you know typical Republican Democrats in terms of like government control and and government oversight um, and not government oversight, and I feel like, I guess two things come to mind. One thing is. Uh, or I guess three things is one is I think that we have a weird the the two-party system and like grouping so many things together Like if you're like, hey, you're in a Republican, you feel all these things? So I'm gonna speak in terms of these groupings That's why like I wanted right. to press it. I mean yeah, boil are it down
0: most people like I'm a libertarian. Yep for sure I'm, I'm Way like I'm all about less government <laughs> less government if I could just say one thing because I don't even like to like engage in Politics and I never really wanted to in my life mm-hmm. but like for some reason this What's happening now <laughs> is pulling everybody into it. Like, it is. It is. And I think, like, a lot of people are at that point, too, where they're, like, more centered. They're like, you know, I, I like both. Well, the election yeah. showed that. Yeah. The
1: election somebody was – like, not just with the – because if you look at the fact that the presidential outcome was the way that it was and the senatorial outcome is possibly going the other way, that just shows that there is more uh, – variation in our line of thinking so it's not like which so great which is great yeah it's which awesome. is great exactly so i yeah. think that that is the thing but it's funny on so the libertarian thing is is what i was actually yeah is is because i feel like i've always thought found myself more in line with that but then when i look at the the government split the the democrat republican like you're saying less government control more government control i think about it's interesting that the pro small government side is also the one that's like, well, the government should control, like, who gets married. And, like, should control, like, mm-hmm. these little intricacies of life, but yet, like, they don't, they're saying, like, hey, we're anti-government control. Mm-hmm. But then they want so that's something that I'm interested in. If, mm-hmm. if, if you agree with that or disagree with that. And then the other side of, the, or a deeper side of that is, I've been super <laughs> conflicted on the libertarian even identity because I'm like, man, like, Libertarianism, kind of, in my viewpoint, assumes that people left to their own devices will make the right decisions, mm-hmm. and I feel like we keep learning that that's not true. Mm. And I think like the the mass example could be an easy go to, in unless uh, you know, unless you feel it's not. But I feel like reading up on like the Rockefellers or like the original like the the families. Um, The railroads and and steel and and those families that were the first, like, the titans, the billionaires in America. Current, yes. Yeah. They They were very much like, hey, the government doesn't need to tell them what to do with their money. Because, but they were then doing good stuff with it. They were building hospitals in America and abroad. They were building community centers. They were building, you know, they were were doing it. Yeah, exactly. And they were doing it right away. And so they're like, nobody needs to get it. We've seen that that is not what most people do mm-hmm. with their money. <laughs> they, there is We have this record amount of giving, we have all this giving and everything that's happening, but like the overall net isn't... We have the resources to take care of more people than we are. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like... So I'm like, oh, like I hate how disorganized and mismanaged the government is. Like in California, for example, we have so many... So we have such high taxes. We have so many social services we're doing a horrible job managing most of that. Right. Actually, and so and losing it effective. Yeah. And making it effective. But like we're doing something and I'm, and yeah. I'm, and what I've realized is that that's, we're doing something that's not being done in other places where they have the resources, but they don't have the taxes. So I'm like, so I'm kind of like I'm like man, how do I support that libertarian or that viewpoint
0: of like people make the right decisions when they keep failing us? <laughs> to yeah. just come through it. Well, I think like certain people fail us. Certain people really hit hit it on the hit it on the head, and that's what we have to come back and realize is like the ultimate power that we possess is is like how we spend our dollar and like yeah. who we give our attention to, and those are the immediate things that we can control, right? Like a lot of people will be so pissed at the system and so pissed at like the fact that their family has cancer, their family has heart disease or whatever, and then they'll go out to McDonald's and like give their money to a corporation. Like, yeah. I don't support fast food companies. I don't support like uh, pharmaceuticals. Like I haven't had a, a pill or anything in, you know, years. So it's like, I'm very mindful, as mindful as I can be, right? Yeah. And this is where I don't want to You can't come off off as woke and start to tell people where they're (laughs) at. But it's like, I'm I'm as mindful as I can be at what I support. And so I think that's, like, ultimately what I I have faith in, is, like, where people are spending their dollars and giving their attention is ultimately going to shape the future. And, like, I think we need to get back to, like, not supporting giant corporations as much. Instead of going to Costco, go to the farmer's market, right? Instead of going to Walmart, maybe, like, learn some do-it-yourself stuff. For those those who don't support your... For those who can, I, I think most people can, you know. I really do believe that, like, we live in the best time to, like...
1: More people can. I, I guess I wonder if most, can. because I think about, like, Cam's film and, like, the right. food deserts and everything. I'm just like, they're so widespread that it's yeah. a little yeah, bit... There
0: is yeah, that, there is that systemic component. Yeah. And I think that's why we're at where we're at right now with everything. It's, like, that we needed to, like, have some probably more serious conversations about it. And, like, get to a point where we're not only... You know recognizing the pain but we're like lending the hand of the opportunity and so that's where I come back to I do think less government is the way to do it I think like leaving that up to people more so uh, having like very few regulations very few taxes yeah I think you'll see less people save their money and you'll start to see more people feeling empowered to call people out and then you'll you'll see consequences right like when Gucci comes out and puts like a racist like yeah. thing out everybody's like yo fuck Gucci for yeah. a little while like mm-hmm. let's make them feel it right so i think the market is always what's empowering mm-hmm. the corporations and i think ultimately if everybody sorry if everybody got together and said yo let's not support any of these pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies any of these fast food companies and let's actually do it right then i don't think we'd be having the conversations of of you know like racism existing, I think we'll get to a point where like we we are all so busy solving things mm-hmm. that we're just like let, let's let's do it, you know, let's make it happen. I think
1: that's the uh, the what I where I where I want to. I think one thing that I see whenever I watch videos of people having conversations that I'm always like, man, I wish they'd ask this and and or had said this and so i think i want to make sure i don't leave the space saying this and i want to figure out if there's a what's the way to get that information and understand like like i'm like we're privileged to have this conversation and Mm -hmm. to have the mindset to have the opportunity to like go out like you know i've had such limited camping out experience and, and I work with organizations that work on bringing kids from the inner city to different organizations um, to more outdoor activities. And I see it and I'm like, but I know our limits. Yeah. And so I think that what I wanna do is continue to have, to learn from you in these conversations and, and more participate in the things that you're doing. And I would love for, for you to, to hopefully, take away, and everybody to take away, like, or anybody listening, like, that, that thought with you, of holding it with you, that's like, oh, like, like, remembering the lens of, like, not, there aren't people that have access to this, and there aren't people that have, that even just the mindset, even just the access to the mindset, like, I'm super, I always consider myself super fortunate, I'm like, man, like, the fact that I have this mindset that I was born with, whether it's biological or environment or whatever, like, to pull myself out of certain situations, I'm like two different steps and it could be totally different dude
0: some a lot of people don't have internet still yeah a lot of people don't have a phone a lot of people don't have access to the ability to get you know these types of conversations so yeah. I think like you kind of answered the question in my eyes it's like it's outreach like mm-hmm. we have to if we recognize there's a problem we have to go out out into the world and solve it that's that's where I, I think there's a lot of there's a problem somebody do something about it Yeah. versus like wait there's a problem let me figure it out what can I do Right. that's what I, I stumbled across there's a huge problem within education and systemic racism and you know uh, systemic inequality is very much ingrained into that and so I'm very passionate about those subjects and my way of showing up in that conversation is to make this film yeah. right? it's to like put something out there that's going to create more equality so it's like Yes. Again, I think it just comes back to like be so busy focusing on solutions and yes. and be so busy like really truly giving back that you're like you're hearing all these things going on around you and you're like drinking it in but you're not becoming it. You're like elevating the vibration. You know, yes. you're like showing up. You're you're showing up in whatever you have right in whatever environment you're at and you're showing up as your best self and and just trusting that that's going to evolve your entire environment if you do that. I couldn't, like, yeah. Where one light switch goes on, <laughs> all the darkness goes away, right? So the more lights we can turn on, the more solutions we can have, the better we are. I can think be of a better way to
1: close out. <laughs> I'm glad we talked longer than, than I just yeah, said. Thank you for the time. Same, bro. Um... Yeah, I man. Yeah. I, 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 I just want to say
0: I really appreciate what what you're doing as well. You know, like being in a house here in Venice, and you've you've talked like you have different friends groups that are probably looking at this like, what is he doing? And I think that that's really honorable of you because you're like bridging. You you talk about wanting to be a bridge, and I, I see you doing that, and I think that's so valuable because there's a lot of pain in this country, man, and it, the world needs people like you to. Help create the healing space, and I think we're having that in a conversation. You
1: know, I appreciate it, man. I love you for that, and for who you are and what you're doing, and and in the back, I I love. That's why I wanted to close on is when you said like doing something, and that's my question to most people is like, it's like cool, like, but don't just tell me what you're against. Tell me what you're for. Like, what is it that you're doing? and that's that's what you're doing. And I appreciate you for that. And let's keep doing. Absolutely. Thank (laughs) Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys as well for helping us here. <laughs> yeah, and yes, and uh, we'll stay on the lookout for the documentary. And uh, we'll link up everything. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Love you, too, man.